This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is the MFG Cast. Everybody, welcome to another board game edition of the MFG Cast. This time we're going to be talking about we're going to actually do a spotlight on AEG or Alderac Entertainment Group. Um, we've come to own a lot of their games now. It seems like I think we realized that too partially when we started organizing by publisher mm-hmm. in our game space. Yeah. And so we had a whole section of AEG games. Mm -hmm. So it'd be kind of fun to, I thought it'd be kind of fun to spotlight that, talk about the games that we we own and what we've played. Uh, I actually saw that I've, uh, out of all the ones that we own, we have a lot. There's only one other one that I've played that you haven't played that we don't own. That a friend of the show, John Haremza from Legends of the Tabletop, he owns it. So we'll talk about that also. So let's get right into it, shall we? Sure thing. Sure. Well, I don't know where we want to start. You know, I don't know if we want to start with, you know, one of our first games that we've got by them. Would you want to just go by just what trips are a trigger? How do you, how do you want to start? That's a good question. Can I see the list of games that you've written down? Sure. Cool. Why don't we start from the beginning of our collection? Oh, sure. When we first started buying AEG games. Yeah. I would... I think that's a good start. Yeah, Kind of sure. like from uh, fruition on... From uh, from the beginning on, as it stands. Yeah. With our collection of AEG. Yeah, for sure. And this spotlight. So what was the first one that we bought by them that, that you thought of? I would say probably the first game. Do you think it was Love Letter? You know, I don't, to tell you the truth, I don't think it was. I think Dice City was our first purchase of an AEG game, but I could be wrong. No, you're right. You are right. It is Love Letter because I remember that we watched um, them playing it on uh, Tabletop on the Will Wheaton show on YouTube. And we thought this would be kind of fun to play, so we got it. Yep. Yep. And it's one of those that's, I think it's one of their highest rated games, I think. Well, and now that now there's so many different versions mm-hmm. of Love Letter. Yeah. What, Love Letter Batman? We have a Love Letter-esque. Oh, that's right. We have that. Marvel? Uh, yeah, that Marvel one where you fight Thanos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I, yeah. f- I actually forgot to add the add it to that list because I forgot that we have that version of it. Yeah. So I would say, like in my, with my thought, that would be the first game that we ever 
maybe collected with AEG, and I think it is a game that will stay in our collection forever. Yep. We, that's actually a game that's probably requested by Logan quite often. Mm-hmm. He always wants to annihilate us in Love Letter. <laughs> yeah. And it is such a transportable game in its little um, bag. Mm-hmm. For sure. And with such a small amount of cards and stuff like that with and just the um, small amount of cubes. Mm-hmm. And it's just easy to learn and easy to play. Yeah. And it seems like everyone pretty much likes that. And... I just think it'll stick around. Yeah, for sure. It's one of those games that it feels like it just doesn't get old because, you know, you're you're playing these certain kinds of cards and some of them you're you're trying to guess what other people have in their hands out of the 18 cards that are there. Some of them you're actually using to kind of change the rules and stuff like that. Some of them you're trying to eliminate cards and switch out cards and stuff like that. It's for an 18 card game. 18 card game. That's weird the way I said that. For Oh, I, I thought maybe you stopped because you were like, maybe there's not 18 cards in it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is. But anyway, for a small game as it is, there's still, you know, there's a lot of strategy to it. And to be able to, you know, play it really quickly and learn it quickly, it's, I don't know, it's just one of those games that's just always been great. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, for sure. So moving on to the, the game that I actually talked about before that... <laughs> I thought it was our first one, but ended up being next in our list. And I wouldn't have picked that one as the next one, but that's cool. Oh, really? That's fine. No, it's... Talk about it. Interesting. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was because I. this is one that I think you were kind of looking at for a bit. And, and you bought it for me. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, this sounds fun because I, I love dice rolling. But also, I love the fact that dice in Dice City, you're doing different color dice, and then whatever you roll, it goes into a certain spot. But you also have cards that you can use that kind of manipulate some of the dice sometimes, so you can make it make them different. Um, you also are doing you're using certain resources and stuff like that, so you can uh, vanquish bandits. You can uh, use other mil- uh, military to kind of uh, attack the other person because you're basically building a little city, and a little dice city. A little dice if city. I should be punny. Yeah. Oh, is that punny? That's not really punny. Huh. Eh, whatever. But anyway, I don't know. It's just one of those games that I actually the other day I was uh, uh, shooting a TikTok video and I was doing I was actually doing AEG and. You know, it's funny when you open up a game like this and you're like, oh my God, I totally forgot how much fun I, I have with this game, you know? And it actually has some expansions, which we have not bought yet. We've actually played this game quite a quite a bit, but we haven't uh, explored any of the options of this. You know, you're talking about it and I'm going, man, it's been a long time since we played that game. Yeah, yeah. But then again, it's hard when you have a lot of games mm-hmm. to try to get them all back to the table because you want to throw games to the table that maybe you haven't played yet Mm -hmm. or you know whatever and i think our goal sometimes is to you know do certain letters or you know whatever we have a lot of different strategies and things going on too but we'll have to revisit things because you were talking about it and i'm like man Mm -hmm. we haven't played that that one hasn't hit the table in a long time yeah or maybe it's something that we maybe it's something that we do a 
AEG thing where we just be like, okay, well, we're going to play all of these games again, you know, just to kind of go through all yeah. of them, yeah. you know, instead of, you know, going, you know, like you said, like sometimes we'll be like, okay, we need to play our unplayed games or we have to play a certain letter or something like that. We could just play some AEG games. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So what was the next one you thought that we bought before Dice City? I, I honestly wasn't sure. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. I think next probably coming up would be maybe Smash Up. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I think we might have bought a couple versions of Smash Up. Maybe? I don't remember. No, I think what happened was, is I think... No, maybe not. I think we played it... I think I played it with Mike, and I ended up liking it a lot. And it, Wait a minute. Did we end up playing it with Mike? I... I think we played Smash Up a long time ago. Oh, okay. Way before we ever owned it. Yeah. And then I think I had, I might have had an aha moment or something like, hey, you remember that one game that, you know, we played that one time and we, then I remembered that it was Smash Up and we bought it. And yeah. So I I think that's the next one in line. Yeah, yeah. For and sure. that one is for those that are familiar is like there are so many different versions of that mm-hmm. bad boy. Yeah, like there's like different they call them factions. I fa- think. Yeah, but yeah. I mean like just I mean the sky's the limit on mm-hmm. the different types of factions you can get for smash up and i swear we have more than just the original we do actually now that i think about it we got the one that had oh was it the big and the i don't remember yeah Eh, it's okay yeah i think it had like dinosaurs and something like that or god i can't remember that one but i can see the i can see the cover of the box but i forgot that we actually put everything into our original box, so I forgot that we had we yeah. have more than just the original. But you're but you're basically using cards to fight, or instead you're... of a matchup, it's a smash up mm-hmm. <laughs> against the other player or players that you're playing against with your different factions. Yeah. So you decide what faction you want to play, and they have certain characteristics or certain qualities and powers so mm-hmm. to speak that they can use to fight yep. against the other players yep and then you're trying to you're trying to basically capture these areas and stuff like that but yep. putting points in your your own faction area or whatever and are using your factions to put them in the certain areas i think there's like five or something like that and then you keep keep getting as many points as you get can to get to that uh, goal point to win it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's one of those that it's that game's been going on forever, and they still release well, factions. And it. because you can mix and match, and I think that's, I think that's a real benefit for any game is being able to mix and match stuff mm-hmm. instead of. I think it's nice to have standalone expansions, which these are, mm-hmm. but also to be able to mix and match characters and not have to be like. These two characters, characters, excuse me, are the only two characters or factions or whatever that can play together. It's nice to be able to mix and match and say, I want this one from this set and I want this one from that set that came out 
two years later. Whatever, yeah, yeah, and and which they is do, nice. and they do a good job of making sure that no matter what set you're using to smash up together, the two that two factions that you're using to smash up together, that they work in good harmony no matter what the faction is. Yes, which is awesome. Yep, I love that. So, what do you think is next? Uh, I would probably say Mystic Veil. Vale, I think. It was the it was the first card crafting game. Yeah, this one was like the hotness. Yeah, it was, it was like everybody had to have this game. Well, because it was the first game where it had you put two pieces together to create your own card. Yeah, yeah, you used like a sleeve and then like the top of one card and the, the bottom, bottom of, of another. another. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like your mind was blown. <laughs> like Yeah, and you could use them and, you know, they would stack in certain ways and stuff like that and you'd you know, use them to, you know, fight against each other and stuff like that. It's just just an interesting interesting concept. And Yeah. I don't know if they still come out with. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did get more than just the the main the base game. Game. I feel like they did come out with at least a few other variations of it. I don't think they come out with if they've come out with it. Yeah, if it if if it has, it's definitely lower on the radar than it's, it's been. It's quiet. Okay. Yeah, I know other card crafting games have come out since then. Like even AEG kind of did their own like one where it was almost like a I don't know Dragon Ball Z ish kind of one or whatever, oh. and that one didn't hit as hard as Mystic Veil vale did, but. But yeah, that one at the time was just like everybody needed to have that game. And it's a cool concept. And it's, again, I think this is another game I'd like to come back yeah. to just because I'm a little foggy on some of the things that would happen with the game. But I remember when we played it, I, I still really enjoyed it. And I love the system. And that's the disclaimer we should have given at the beginning of this episode. We are not quite as familiar with these games that we... Um, are talking about because we haven't played some of them in so long. Mm-hmm, exactly. Some of them are like fresh yeah, in our heads. Yeah, for sure. Because we have played them. But. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of those things too. It's like, you know, we're kind of giving you like the Cliff's Notes on some of these games and stuff like that. But, you know, if you're really interested, you know, go out there and, you know, go to Board Game Geek or, you know, watch them play through videos because some of these, I mean, most of the games, they're still in our collection. So they're, they're we think they're still worth your time. So what do you think is next on that list? Cubitos? You think Cubitos, huh? Yeah. Yeah, well, let's do it. I do. I I mean, I'm just guessing. Yeah. And this isn't based on when they came out. No. Or when they were published. This was when when they hit our collection. Yes. Is kind of what we're going for. I think that's maybe the next one. Mm Mm-hmm. And this was kind of an interesting concept, too. I think... I feel like there's like a trend happening, something that they're trying to roll out with Smash Up having the different factions smashing up to hit each other. Mystic Veil with the different card manipulation, drafting, and um, putting cards together. And then Cubitos, you're building these cubes for dice Mm -hmm. to be able to play your game. And there's like... Oh my gosh! Like what? Eight different colors or ten different yeah, colors? Something of ridiculous. Dice. And to be honest with you, I'm gonna throw my hands right up and be like, 
I have no idea that I remember anything about this game, <laughs> except for the fact that we had to build all of these blocks yeah. to hold all the dice. Well, and the dice had like character powers, basically, because you had a card in oh, front of yeah. you that yep. told you what the power was of each dice, and you rolled it. It was like a almost like a racing yeah. game. You're yep. going around. I was just going to ask, were they like racing? Because <laughs> I had in my head that they were racing. This is another game I'd like to get to the table. Because yeah, for sure. Because again, I mean, I think we spent so much time trying to build these bo- these little uh, cardstock colored boxes to hold these all these different kinds of dice. I mean, holy components. Mm-hmm, for sure. But uh, but it's one of those that it looks great on the table, but also like I remember the first time we played it, I was like, wow. I'm having a ton of fun with this game, yeah. you know? And it might be one of those where it's like, okay, maybe it's like, oh, because it was so new to us and like, oh, I thought it was exciting to see all the components and stuff like that. Maybe it was like a, you know, excitement at the time for your first play, but I th- I, I, still think like if we play it again, it would be one of those that yeah. I would be excited to do again. Yeah. For yeah, sure. I agree. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking after that, we probably ended up getting Tiny Towns. Yep. Tiny Towns is where you are a, you're a mayor, a mayor, you're a mayor, <laughs> John Mayor. No, you're a mayor of a, looking to make a tiny town in a small forest. And I think I remember reading this because again, I was doing the TikTok video. Sounds like the, you're reading the, I'm reading the, the instructions. Overview. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's probably, it's probably what I got stuck in my head. But you have uh, certain resources that you're putting on the board and depending upon their shapes, most of them are kind of like the polyomino shapes. You are going to build certain buildings on your in your town, and as you do that, you actually get like points or and or abilities for the certain things that you do. So like you can build like a well, or you can build like a church. But isn't your town like a three by three or a no, it's like four a, by four? I, think I it's mean, a four by four. It's, it's really not small. Very big at all. It isn't. It's a tiny town. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's like they knew what they were doing. It is like they knew what they were doing. Yeah. And this is another one where it's like I remember the first couple of times I played it, I was like, "This is a really great game." And like a lot, a, a lot of other people were like, "You have that game? That's awesome!" Yeah. Now they have what tiny towns. Is that a fortune expansion or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, some other promo expansion cards and all that kind of jazz. I remember we actually, this is the game that we borrowed to a friend pre-pandemic, and then we didn't have it for a while. Uh, no, this wasn't one. It wasn't that one? No, it wasn't. We did borrow this to them. Oh, okay. And they had it for a while, but it's because they... It took them a bit to get their family to play it. Oh, gotcha. And then they liked it, and one of their daughters liked it, and the other two were mad because they lost or something like <laughs> so that. They're like, yeah, we're so then they weren't time. sure how they felt about it because <laughs> yeah, because half because it was four of them and half of them half of them were bitter and the other one wanted to play it again and. Yeah, just ridiculous. <laughs> I think it was something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was sure. pre-pandemic. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it's it's one of those games that's it's got a lot of strategy to it, but it's very easy to learn. It's just it's one of those that's just kind of you just kind of got to go through the motions and kind of remember, you know, 
what's what and yeah it's just i don't know it's just one of those that it's it's a real thinky game but i really yes. enjoy it i like a thinky game mm-hmm. me too do you want to talk about playing war chest with oh. Sure. With John first before we continue. Sure. Yeah. Kind of break up the what we what we have. have. Yeah, yep. yeah, for sure. So this is a game I played with our friend John Haramza from Legends of Tabletop. Uh, it's War Chest. Um, again, this is going to be one that's very spotty on my mind just because I played it online a couple of times with him. But I remember I really enjoyed it. It's one of those things where you have um, you have certain I'm trying to think of the word. You have certain forces that you use to fight against the other the other player and you're using like archers and warriors and like a bunch of different factions like that and they all have like special abilities like the archers can you know attack from like a long distance and the warriors maybe have like i can't remember if it's like warrior or whatever knights or whatever they'll have a different ability and stuff like that and it's one of those that when you first look at it it's a lot of like it's a board with a bunch of like thick chips and stuff like that, and it when you see it like on like Board Game Geek, it looks like it might be kind of boring or kind of like really simple, but it's actually very thought provoking and very hard to to be dominant in. I feel like unless you're really playing it time after time after time, so it's one of those I think you have to play a bunch to kind of get used to the certain factions and stuff like that, and the characteristics of what you use to fight against the other player. So I was really intrigued by this game. It's one of those that I don't know if I would buy to play like with me and you just because I don't know if that would be kind of the type of game you'd want to play. But I know that, you know, if I got together with, if we got together with John again or something like that, you know, it would be kind of fun to play that with him again. So. Yeah. So I think that we should roll in The Captain is Dead. Ooh, Yes. And with the captain is dead is all of the additional, what is it? The planet. Dangerous planet. Dangerous planet. I was going to say yeah. the planet is gone or something <laughs> like that because yeah. I couldn't think of it. I think we have like two or three expansions. Yeah, we do because uh, AEG actually was running a Black Friday special or something around Christmas. Um, an awesome special. But we were introduced to the captain is dead dead at Gen Con one year. Yep, that's right. And I actually wasn't sure how I felt about this game. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because I maybe was nervous about trying to learn this game with people I didn't know. Yeah. And we only got like a snippet of it when we were learning this at Gen Con and we ended up playing it maybe again at another smaller convention mm-hmm. at um, GameholeCon. Yes. And then we ended up buying like, I don't know, three of them games or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's one of those games that I actually, I'm sorry, were you going to say something? I was just going to go, you never win. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We, n- we never win. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that wasn't a cut. No, no, I I know it wasn't. We, it's just really like it, it's difficult. holy moly. And it's weird because I actually think that this is my favorite of AEGs just because of it's so unique to me. It's one of those where it's you know, there's a lot going on. The captain is dead and you are the crew that is trying to pick up the pieces and trying to re 
get the your ship back in order to jump into hyperspace and get the heck out of there. Meanwhile, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of um, aliens that are trying to come and destroy you because they know that you know you the captain is dead and you're they are thinking oh you're gonna flail and not know what to do. Yeah, so you know a lot of people when they play games that are hard like this, I feel like they're hard. A lot of people will not like them because they're like, well, I feel like it's almost impossible to win. You know, that kind of thing. I love games that have a good challenge that aren't like, I feel like this game is not unbeatable, but I also feel like it's got enough of a challenge to it that you could play it multiple times and be like, well, I don't even know if I'm going to win this one, you know? Well, I think what's cool about it too is the fact that you each pick your own character and you each have a a trait or something that you can contribute to the ship. Yeah. However, you're um, cooperatively helping um, each other. Yep. So it's not each man for their own selves to try to to accomplish the mission. You're working together because it seems impossible to be able to complete it anyway, but a little bit more achievable if you're, if you have help of other people. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely one of those that you're right. Like everybody has to be on track to, this is a fully cooperative game and you have to play that way or you will not win. Yes. Yeah, for sure. The next game I feel like we've gotten is one that we were introduced at Gen Con 2019, and that is Point Salad. Uh, I remember um, we were there. I got to interview Todd Rowland from AEG Games, and he was talking about Point Salad, and then uh, I think it was Atlier, the Painters. What, what did I say that was? Atlier, the Painters. And, oh, yeah, that's right. It's Atlier, the Painter Studio. And both games seemed pretty awesome. But we ended up picking a copy of Point Salad, which is a funny uh, turn of a phrase of a Point Salad game is you just trying to get as many points as possible. And they made this into a game where it's a bunch of ingredients for a salad and you have these um, objectives that you're trying to reach by using all of these ingredients to make a salad. So it's just it's kind of a cute um, way to make a game. Yeah. Two sided card game. Pretty easy to learn and to introduce to other people. Mm -hmm. I think they did a really good job of, you know, doing the goals for this game. So, like, you've got, like, uh, one of the goals will be, like, well, you get two points per carrot and per onion, but you get negative two per lettuce. So you can't just keep hoarding all the cards. Or it'll be, like, oh, you have to have the least amount of onion. And you're, like, okay, I'll try to do that, but you're trying to take... But the game ends when you grab all the cards, so there might be a chance that you end up getting more cards than you expect, and you know you can't really judge on how other people are going to play the game too. But what's cool is that you can take one of the goal cards, and if you don't feel like it's the goal for you anymore, or you feel like you're not collecting those uh, vegetables, or you're collecting too many negative points, or something like that, you can actually flip that card over as a free action and you can 
collect the vegetable on the back of that card instead. You can't do the opposite of it. So there's, it's a vegetable on one side, uh, like a goal card on the other side. So you can go from goal card to vegetable, but you can't go from vegetable to goal. Yeah, which I feel like I feel like when we've played point salad, I feel like we don't do it enough. Where we, if we're not going to get an, a, you know a ton of points on the one card to just flip it over to use it for other stuff, I won't take it. You won't take what? My in my head, I won't take the goal. I have them all plotted out. Yeah. And I won't take the goal. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. If you don't So that's why typically I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or somebody will refill the board, like the the setup of the cards and they'll get rid of my my goal and so it's gone. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know why. I yeah. have it in my head that I don't want to take it. Yeah, yeah. Well that's good. That's I don't ever do that. <laughs> I'm always like, well, here we go. Hopefully I do it. You yeah. Know. No, I always have like, that's my pre-planning yeah. in my head. Yeah. But I'm always that that way. I'm always trying to think one step ahead yeah. if I can. Yeah, for sure. This is another game that is, it's a smaller box, and I think they could even made it even smaller. Or you could even get, get yourself a small card case to carry it, and you could definitely take it to cons or play it online or something like that because it's just one of those games that's very easy to play mm, i don't know if you could play it in line because you have all your vegetables lined up if you're a visual person wants oh to see them. that's true well it'd be kind of hard maybe, but it's still yeah like I, a good filler or something it like is that. it is absolutely a good filler game it's a quick game yeah 10 15 minutes yeah depending on how long it takes somebody to decide what goal or vegetables they want mm-hmm. for sure so for sure good game uh, what else is on our list? I really would say that probably the next one that we added was Santa Monica. Santa Monica, yeah. I bought this game thinking, oh, this looks cool. Mm-hmm. And then Kurt was like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. What was she thinking? He, I mean, I don't know that. He was hesitant about it. Mm -hmm. And it's not normal that he's like hesitant about something that I purchase, like, un or unsure of it. And he rolled with it. We played the first game. He, he, ne uh, to be honest with you, neither one of us were really sure whether what we thought of it. Mm -hmm. So once we played it again, then we realized, I think, what we missed the first time we played it. Mm hmm. I don't know. I don't think we. Uh, I don't know if we missed it the first time, or if maybe our minds weren't there. We weren't in the right headspace, or something. You know, I th I think I remember. I think we tried to learn this really late at night, and we were kind of tired, and yeah. we weren't really in the mood, but we still did it. And I think that left a sour taste in our mouth, which was unfair to the game. You know, and to the people who made it, obviously. Yeah. But then we played it a second time and we, you know, it was definitely a better experience. I am not very good at this game. I don't, oh my God. I don't well, know. neither one of us are very good at yeah. this game. I think this this one has recently probably hit our table. Mm -hmm. Like, not the most recent out of all of them because Point Salad hit our table last weekend or something mm -hmm. like that. But, like, I think that this hit our table... Pretty fairly recently, and we both really stunk at it. Yeah, yeah. Like we were not good. Yeah, and I feel like that. 
Like, I feel like I'm like that with a lot of games, where I'll just be like, I'll play the game. And I, I do, I actually don't mind Santa Monica. I think it's actually a pretty good game. I just, my brain cannot, cannot for some reason figure it out. <laughs> there, there is a lot to think about, and it has quite a table presence. It does. Um, Like the art and the way that it sets up, like you're setting up your shops and stuff like that, because you're actually trying to sh- set up your own little like area basically or not like shops a, but kind like, of like a boardwalk yeah yeah thing because you're building the top and the bottom of a boardwalk and then you're trying to have visitors and people and whatever and move them to different spaces and but you're trying to do like a bunch of different things all at the same time but all while trying to have it happen at if you get the right cards that flip too, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they've you know you have to have like matching symbols. You have to have certain types of uh, visitors, or I can't remember what the other ones are. There's like visitors and something else. Doesn't matter. And then you know you're trying to have them be in certain spots, but you can only move them a certain amount of times. It's like it's really hard to get that stuff where you want them sometimes. And it yeah, you know it it it's not it's not frustrating. It's just Sometimes it kind of sucks because it's like, okay, I, you know, I want to do really good and I feel like I'm not, you know, yeah. and that's, that's the part that's kind of, I guess it is kind of frustrating, but still, I, I don't think that's a knock on the game. I think that's just a, a knock on how I play it, you yeah. know? Yeah. So that's Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And I think we got one more. No, oh no, two. we got two more. Two Holy more. smokes. I think this one might be yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, a game, another game that you were kind of excited about that I I heard a lot of good things about, but I didn't know if it would be very good as Calico. Yep. Again, with me bringing in a cat game <laughs> to the house, which is kind of unusual for me, you know, with bringing it. Uh, Isle of Cats in, mm-hmm. and Kirk going, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> That's not an AEG game, by the way. And then Calico. And this one, it has a lot of strategy. Yeah, it is. It was way more strategic. Boy, that's a word. Uh, it's way more strategic than I thought it was ever going to be. Yep. I don't want to talk about it because I don't remember it. Oh, so what you're doing is you're actually trying to uh, make the coziest quilt. By putting certain uh, style of like, um, like every certain tile has patterns, right? Yeah, let's like hexagon. Mm-hmm. They all have different patterns, and depending upon the patterns, you you actually. I'm trying to think of the word. You're trying to get these cats to be like, "Ooh, this is a fun cozy quilt." So I'll lay on that. So if you get like three of the same color, or no, no, it's not. If you get three of the same color, if you get like three of the same pattern you'd get this one cat or if it's you'd get four or more of like a certain pattern you would get this other cat and there's like it there's like a lot of different ways to kind of do that also what you do is you actually get you also can get buttons uh with the buttons you actually get three of a certain color so if you get three purple you'd get like i think it's like a like a mushroom looking one if you get three of something else that kind of thing 
and then I think even if you if you get so if you get one of each button, then you get a uh, rainbow button that's worth three additional points. So there's a lot of different strategy that goes into it. And you get certain points for other different things on your board because you start out with like three starting tiles. But you're drawing them from bags, so it's all based on the luck of the draw. Yeah, that too. And what the other person hasn't taken, and. I do remember that because you may be planning something and they may take what you want or you may be planning something and you never see that pattern. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, again, if you don't really care for cats, it doesn't really matter. No. This is a good strategic game that's yes. just a lot of fun. It's a great game. Yep. And I want to get this to the table again. Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> and then the last game that we have in our collection for AEG is Mariposas. Mm -hmm. Did I pronounce that right? Mariposas? Mariposas? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this game is so pretty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's all we're talking about. Yeah, so in, in Mariposas, you're actually... You're trying to collect a bunch of different butterflies. So there's, you know, there's the monarch and there's other ones because I can't remember what other ones are called. But and 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 um, different cards to get them to go through the different stages mm -hmm. that a butterfly would go through. Yes. Um, also, I do remember that. Okay, so I'm wrong. It's not a bunch of different butterflies. It's just mo specifically monarch butterflies. But the board is cool because it's got a bunch of, you know, certain color color colors on it or whatever. And Hex you're hexagons. Hexagons, kind of. yep. And you're taking certain paths on the board. You're using those cards, like you said. And you go through each of the seasons. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep, because they have a certain lifespan and stuff like that. So it's good thing we're not giving an actual review. On <laughs> we're this not. Game. But again, we we haven't played this one in no, a bit, I so know. we're just kind of going through the motions on you know what we remember and stuff like that. Yeah. So, set collection on this game, grid movement. Yep, I got nothing else. It's just really, it's really pretty. Um, oh, and you're getting you're getting certain bonuses and stuff like that with you know, like you said, with like the certain stages of them turning into butterflies and stuff like that. So that's really cool. Oh yeah, because you're set, and then you with the set collection, you're collecting certain flowers mm -hmm. that they must land on and feed to be able to um, do different types of actions throughout the game. Yeah, for sure. So it's another beautiful, um, it's another beautiful, wonderful game from Elizabeth Hargrave. You know, just, she just continues to do awesome stuff. Yeah, she just must have a pocket of ideas. <laughs> she she does. I don't know why she has a pocket yeah. of them. She probably has more than a pocket yeah, of them. Yeah, for sure. And then I know we went through our entire list of games that we have on our shelf right now. Or, and then, well, not or. And then also a game that Kurt has played by AEG. But we also, not we, I also was on their site for Black Friday and bought two more games by them. Truffle Shuffle. And in Truffle Shuffle, it is all a card drafting game. 
where um, you're selecting truffles and trying to collect and complete sets of cards and um, do that kind of stuff. We have never we've never played it before, mm-hmm. but they're running an outstanding deal on that. Um, rumor has it that they also had a gosh a ridiculously low price on Tiny Towns. Yeah. I think it sold out like super fast. And then another game that I also bought was Ten which is a card game. And that one is supposed to be kind of one of those thinky card games where I think everything has to add up to 10. Which would make sense. Uh, it would. It would. And there's absolutely more to it than that. I forgot. It's also a press or like a push your luck and an auction game. So you draw cards, add as many as you want without exceeding to the number 10 or you bust and you can push your luck and draw more cards and bid and do all that kind of stuff so it's not your standard like i placed a five i placed a six i'm gonna stop Mm -hmm. like you can just continue to go and then there's other elements that they've built into this card game too yeah that's a that's one that I've heard a lot of good things about, but I have not played yet. So it'll be nice to get those to well, the table. We are going to get them. That's right. Just a little bit slower, maybe, because they had so many good deals. That's right. I bet you they still have them if you guys want to look. Yeah, for sure. So FYI, we really like AEG. <laughs> and we have quite a few other games, and we've liked we've liked playing them. You know, we when we when I did the interview with Todd Rowland. Everyone there was super nice, including him. So I just, it's one of those things where I wanted to spotlight them because, you know, they're a bunch of great people. So, so yeah, uh, which one, which one of these have you played? Have you played all of them? Have you played none of them? Which, are there some that intrigue you that you'd like to learn about more? Why don't you let us know at MFGCast on Twitter or MFGCast family on Instagram? Or is there a game that we didn't even mention that you're like, I can't believe they don't have this. Yeah. Uh, there was another game that I actually talked about when we talked about um, Gen Con stuff. Edge. Uh, is it the Guild of Merchant Explorers, I think? Oh. That's that's one of those games that I've been really wanting to play. But And then they had, uh, in 2019, they had that big display with the, the game with the big tower. Oh, yeah. Edge of Darkness. That's Edge right. of Darkness. That's right. I forgot about that. That was um, one so that, that was, was the hotness, too. That was huge. Then. Yeah. People, they had tables and tables and tables of people playing They really game. did. And I think that's still going pretty strong, I think. So that's our look at the games from AEG. Yeah, we'll be back with another episode of Board Game Goodness in a couple of weeks. And until next time, I'm Kurt. And I'm Tracy. And this was the MFG Cast. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.